In today's episode of Storytelling Secrets, I'm going to share with you a couple of really neat tips on how to improve your mindset, your marketing, and above all else, your mental health in what's going on right now. Let's jump in. Have you ever heard a story that just made you feel, wow, I'm ready, I'm fired up? A story that captures everyone's attention and gets you to spread it to all your friends? Or how about a story that creates real impact and connection with the audience? Why do stories do this? And how can we create stories like this in business? I've been obsessed with figuring these questions out. I've been starting and failing multiple online businesses now for two years, struggling to find an audience I truly wanted to serve. It wasn't until I discovered my dream customers were struggling with these exact questions, except I didn't know where to find these people. I hopped on a plane to the US to attend a marketing conference that I met my dream customers, and I saw firsthand how powerful stories really are. After that, I went all in on my hunch. If you're looking for the real secrets behind how stories can get your audience fired up, to take action, and to change their lives through your words, this podcast is for you. My name is Jules Dan, and this is Storytelling Secrets. Hey, it's Jules Dan here, back for this week's episode. I think we're on episode 69 or 70, and um, the first three things I said, mindset, marketing, and mental health, MMMH, I guess, yeah. But anyways, yeah, um, a, f- a few little stories I'd like to share with you with... I've, like a couple of key lessons. Now, this isn't going to be like one of those, oh my God, ninja breakthrough sort of uh, tip. No, but um, if you do like enjoying listening to my stories, then it's probably something for you to learn this week. Um, last week, I had a really good episode with the reactivation letter. So all about if you've got past existing customers and you're not really sure how to re-engage them in a way that's not sleazy, cheesy, used car salesman, and um, actually entice them with a really good offer. I'd go back to the last episode. Heaps of how-to in that. This week, not so much how-to, but good stuff. Not going to downplay it. Anyway, okay. First on my agenda is that things are going to be changing up a little bit. Um, I'm going to be recording a new intro soon. A lot has happened since I recorded Storytelling Secrets back in the end of November. That's when I was doing it. I was... I was this guy, a gym and, uh, group fitness instructor living in my grandma's, not basement, but just living at my grandma's, still basically living at home, my parents, but that was my sort of escape study room. Had this dream of doing something with online marketing and, um, oh man, it's not emotional, but man, a lot has changed since then. And I just thought, you know, I'm just going to be the dude who talks about stories on the podcast all the time. Um, but really stories, they're, they are the driving force for a lot of persuasion and, uh, and marketing and changing people's lives. Um, but I am really, uh, since, since that, <laughs> since November and to where it is right now where I'm doing freelance email copywriting, um, just starting to get my feet with direct feet wet with direct mail. That's something I'm going to be looking forward to in, in the future with this podcast, um, definitely. I just feel like if you don't know what direct mail is, it's just snail mail, using marketing in the mail. Honestly, right now with what's going on with COVID, everyone's at home, um, more more likely chance that everyone's just like so much attention's on digital um, that it can get really, really noisy, but everyone's forgetting this really effective marketing channel and it's direct mail. And the only people who really talk about it 
other people have been doing marketing since the 90s, 80s and 90s in a sense. So I'm keen to um, explore that bit in the future. Um, and there's so many, so many cool things you can do with direct mail on the back end. Um, just making the most of your customers. And here's the cool part. I want to be the dude who intertwines both digital and offline, online and offline. Um, there's definitely ways you can do that. I mean, looking into it, I'm, I'm super excited for that. I hope you can. You can hear that you miss my voice. This is something I'm getting, looking into. Um, cool. All right, number, number two on my agenda for today. Okay. Here's a little bit of a, of, of a story about um, getting better at hooks, a lot better. All right, so I'm on the bed listening to um, Business Wars. And um, was it Business Wars or another one? Business Wars is a great podcast, but there's another one. And it was a few years back, actually. I shouldn't say it's like it was yesterday. All right, so listening to podcast in the bed, get interrupted by this ad. Um, oh, God, fucking podcast ad. <laughs> That's just a no. I wouldn't advertise on, on this. Um, but it was for Blinkist. And the hook for Blinkist at that time is get a 15-minute summary of most popular books. And I, yeah, yawn. Like, didn't really have it much. Didn't really hook me in at that point. Okay, now flash forward to the other day. Eating breakfast, I'm having some porridge, honey, apple. That's a great breakfast, by the way. Um, honey's from our local farmer's market. Oh, beautiful stuff. And um, scrolling through my emails just for a bit of you know, distraction from the day. And I see um, how to read a book in under 12 minutes every day. And I'm like, I have a really good feeling this is about Blinkist. But I like Dan Henry. Um, so I'm going to just click on this link and watch the video and see what he has to say. Cause the 10 minute video, surely he's got like an extra tip in it. And I've, I've had my hesitations at Blinkist just because, you know, is it, is it actually like worth it? And the hook, get a 15 minute summary, book summary, um, just wasn't enticing for me. And until Dan said this one line that hooked me in. And he said, how many times have you avoided reading because you were afraid the book would be a waste of your time? Now, for me, the last month, that has just been just such a visceral feeling. Um, I've been wanting to revisit a bunch of books on my shelf, but I'm just, because I've been disappointed by four books I've read before this being like, oh, far out. This is like, I could have used my time way better than reading these four books. Um, and for me, that hook was just instant. Like, okay, I'm buying the app. I'm using your code. I'm buying the app. Um, and since then, I would say it's been pretty good. And in terms of it's giving you the big idea, especially if you've got a big bookcase like myself and you just want to, you've got some of the big titles. It doesn't have a lot of the good books. I'm not plugging this. Um, it doesn't have all the good books. So if you do want to go back over it just to get the big ideas, I would recommend getting Blinkist. Um, and one of the ones I wanted to go back over again was um, Maxwell Maxwell Maltz Psycho-Cybernetics. I need to keep reading that um, because, holy crap, um, it, it has come to my attention after all this learning. I'm trying to learn on mindset and uh, everyone's saying, you know, 80% mindset, 20% skill set. Um, and it really comes down to the self-image, okay? So, 
and self-respect for yourself and how much you love yourself as much as you know it, it may be some like for some people self-love like gung-ho but others it might have this negative connotation I don't know what it is but there's just maybe some crowd behind it and for me you know the word self-love never really appealed to me and and then until I read um Maxwell Maltz's Psycho-Cybernetics and went back over the notes it makes a hundred percent sense that if you um if if you have the self-image of your you have the image of yourself in your mind that you can do the tasks that lead towards your vision um, competently and you can see yourself doing that. And for me recently, um, probably the last three weeks, my productivity started gone down and I wasn't sure why. Um, I had no idea why. And then I realized probably five days ago that I really miss my friends a lot. Um, I've moved from Melbourne to Adelaide at the start of April. So it's been a few months now and if you're following the news right now, it is just getting hectic in Melbourne right now. Just second wave, not good. Everyone's wearing masks and I'm here in this little bubble land of where it's really well off and I kind of feel bad talking about how nice it is here. Um, And so I've talked to my friends occasionally Probably more, probably not as much as I should, but I still keep in touch with them. Um, but I just really miss, miss that friendship, and I didn't really realize it was pushing my productivity down. Coupled with the fact that I never had a very clear vision of what I wanted, I had a rough idea of uh, you know after a bit of freelancing, go do some one-on-one coaching. After that, do group coaching. After that, do sort of like a retreat. That that was my vision. Um, very, very bare bones. And it wasn't very clear with, okay, to get to this step, what's the step before that? To get to this step, what's the step before that? To get to this step, what's before, what's before that? And who's the person you have to be? And um, what are the steps you have to take in order to get to that point? And I, I didn't actually have that written down. Um, and so where am I getting this? What's it got to do with the book? So... I honestly believe right now, if if there's anything you can do, don't listen to all the mindset guru stuff, watch another motivational video. Um, this just keeps popping up. Visualizing um, you completing the tasks, you doing the tasks that go towards your vision. Um, because quite honestly, like everyone procrastinates and not everyone's a super machine, super hustle machine. And if you're like me, um, sometimes it can get it can be so hard to just do the first thing to get the ball rolling and there is immense, immense resistance. I, I don't know why. I, unless there's like a deadline, then sure. And someone's paying for my work, then sure. But if it's stuff that's urgent, but not imp- that's important, but not urgent, it just doesn't get done. And um, it's been pissing me off the last three weeks. Um, why am I telling you? Because I'm I'm per- I'm not perfect, okay. And you're probably you you may be experiencing this as well. And I just want to you know reach my hand out and say you're not alone. Um, we're all going through this weird phase right now. And um, now that the first part of COVID's kind of gone down, I think the reality starting to set in that holy shit, like I need to take care of my mind in order to be productive. So. The little the lessons from there is to always test your hooks, <laughs> test your hooks, um, like what uh, 
what Dan Henry did that that got me in. But secondly, um, yeah, definitely visualizing yourself for, for getting clear on your vision um, and step working backwards. Uh, I, I want to share my full full vision just yet, um, but but one of them is having a little mi- mini milestone of me seeing a direct mail campaign that I've just learned all this time and it's just done seriously well and um, sharing with on the podcast and they're like, what are the steps before that? What are the steps before that? And I've written down all the things that I need to be doing on a daily basis to get me there and so every morning I now visualize, I've been doing this about two weeks and sorry, not two weeks, probably about 10 days just seeing myself doing the things to get me there. That has been helpful. Um, I can't give you a quantifiable thing. You know, it's always better to tell people your results than than um, your plans. But this is a podcast and it is a sort of a follow along with me podcast. And it is a bit of a rambling sort of episode. However, um, if, if you were like me, you were just doing the bare minimum, bare minimum to get by... Um, Maybe you were just clouded by what's going on right now, a bit numb to um, your direction, where you want to go in life, what you really want. A hundred percent, I would recommend writing out what you really want in life and then working backwards step by step and then visualizing in your head you doing those things to get you there instead of just some grand vision where you know it, it's, uh, it doesn't feel real. And that's my advice for today. And I hope you enjoyed today's episode. And um, if you if you did like, excuse me, if you did like the direction of the podcast, where I mentioned this morning, um, talking about intertwining online and offline together to create best marketing platform out there because a new world requires a new marketing plan. I don't know. I just coined that on the spot. But anyways, if you are interested in that and you're like, oh yes, give me that sort of stuff. I'd love to hear your, just your support. Leave a review. Tell me that you love the podcast and you want to see great stuff coming. Send me an email below. Um, I've got a new lead magnet coming out. I'm just waiting for it to, to be edited by my mentor. So it's bang on perfect. Like This needs to be a lead magnet to attract my perfect client, not um, not that some of the bad clients I've had in the past, but everyone has those. Anyways, um, yes, if you if you're keen on that direction, send me a message, leave me a review. But otherwise, this is Jules Dan for Storytelling Secrets. Thursday, if you're someone who for Thursday's episode, if you're someone who is not so confident on from the camera, you know, a bit shy, a bit awkward, um, and it that's caused you to not want to get on video. Or, you know, you've been wanting to get on video, but you just don't know how to get started or how to get the momentum going. 100%, I would listen this Thursday. I've got Kelsey Moore coming on and she's a video presence coach. So, we're going to be going diving into all things about showing up in front of the camera and starting at a really good foundation instead of just winging it. And then after a few years realizing, oh, I probably should get better at, you know, my eye contact, my body language, that sort of thing. And uh, this sort of stuff is the stuff that attracts the right people to you. Uh, awkward people attract awkward people. Comfort people attract comfort people. Makes sense? <laughs> Anyways, this is Jules Dan. Thanks so much for tuning into Storytelling Secrets this week. I'm going to see you Thursday for the uh, 
for the interviews. <laughs> See you later.